you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. There you go. When the large lady sings it, the iron lady is the doing the Bugs Bunny commercials or comics. That's when you know it's real. The Chris Voss Show has begun officially, folks. Welcome to the big show, the greatest show that we can put on where we in <laughs> we make you smarter, brighter, better. With all the great, amazing people we have on the show, all the great guests, the smartest people, the CEOs, the billionaires, the Pulitzer Prize winners, the White House presidential advisors, governors, congress members, U.S. ambassadors, astronauts. I mean, how many smart people we have to bring on this damn show, people, to have you refer it to your family and friends? That's all we ask. Please ask your family and friends for, to refer the show. Go to goodreads.com, for chess Chris Foss, LinkedIn.com, for chess Chris Foss, YouTube.com, for chess Chris Foss, Chris Foss, one of the tickety talkity, and Chris Foss facebook.com we have an amazing gentleman on the show and it's going to be we're gonna have some fun here with this show it's going to be quite interesting we have brian anderson coming on the show today he is dubbed the tick terminator we're going to go this you know this is what happens when ai gets out of control people the tick terminator gets created he is the author of a new book that just came out june 23rd 2023 it's called winning the war on ticks Learn proven combat methods for preventing tick bites. And we might be ending tick season. I'm not sure. I don't have them in our state, but I know they're everywhere else. So that's why I live here. <laughs> Brian H. Anderson is going to be joining us today. He's the tick terminator and has a lifelong fascination with the little bloodsuckers we call the tick. His interest peaked about 10 years ago due to his wife continuing fear of them and with several friends suffering from Lyme disease. This began the intense search for preventative ways to keep the ticks off of us. He spent hours and countless hours investigating, studying, experimenting, and loves to share his findings with audiences across the country. He's now on God's given mission and a one-of-a-kind tick and Lyme disease prevention specialist. He's a consultant, a conference speaker, author, and provider of a unique and cost-effective repellents. His enthusiasm and humor has landed him on several outdoor TV shows, radio shows, and podcasts over the last few years, and he's created a very unique and informative website with tips to help protect outdoor workers, hunters, hikers, backpackers, campers, and anyone else who goes outside his website. Welcome to the show, Brian. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. I always love talking ticks, man. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> there you go. Do you want me to call you Mr. Terminator or uh, Brian during throughout the show? <laughs> uh, well, I had somebody do a video once on the on the Terminator, and they they kind of gave the Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, accent to it, which uh, was really pretty funny. But <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So welcome to the show. Give us your dot com so people can find you on the interwebs. The Tick Terminator dot com. The Tick Terminator dot com. Pretty simple. Yeah. You almost need to have to say that in either an accent or some sort of powerful movie voice, the Tick Terminator, you know. 
in a world gone mad. This is a wild journey to be on. You're the first person who's wrote a book on ticks who's on the Chris Foss show after 15 years. We must finally be becoming something of a show. Give us a 30,000 overview of what's in your book. Well, it's, it's pretty much everything about how I got started, you know, my, uh, my crazy fascination with it. Also, you know, best methods to keep ticks off. Research people have done to try to limit the amount of ticks out there. Mm -hmm. And then towards the end, you know, what do you do if you get bit, which is extremely important, you know, how to handle them, the best repellents that you can use out there, mm -hmm. uh, all kinds of different repellents that people can use, just, you know, stuff like that. I mean, the book like this here, when I wrote it, I was, I was going to call it Tick Suck. <laughs> that was going to be the title. But then the two most important women in my life, namely my wife and my mom who helped edit it said, no, nah, you should change the name. So that's why I call it winning the war on text. You got to keep the women happy. You know what I mean? There you go. I always, I always, the, the, the women in my life, I always take their advice. So my wife and my two mistresses, I listen to whatever they tell me. That's a joke, <laughs> people. I'm kidding. I don't have a wife, but I do have two mistresses. Anyway, wh what do you do at your website? Tell us what goes on there, some of the products and, and stuff that you have uh, on there as well. Well, it's pretty informative. It gives them a lot of uh, ideas about uh, what people can do. You know, in the beginning, it talks right about, you know, some of the, the products that I deal with. I only deal with a few products on there, maybe half a dozen, really. Mm -hmm. Not a whole lot. And uh, different stories about different things. Let, let's say, you know, how to handle ticks. You know, there's some tick videos. I mean, Lyme disease videos. If somebody gets Lyme, it gives some ideas about places where they can go to get help. Mm -hmm. um, but pretty general like that. I mean, I even tell people, here's one tip that most people never hear about until they hear from me. But let's say you're out in the woods, okay? And you come back uh, to the house and you found a tick on yourself, on your crawling on your clothes. Mm -hmm. Well, where there's one, there may be two. Cool. So people say, well, what do I do with my clothes when I get home? I have a tip on my, on my website saying that when you get home, you should put, take your clothes and put them in the dryer on high for about 15 minutes. That dry heat will kill all the ticks and then put them in the washer. Don't put them in the washer first. They can survive that. But put them <laughs> in the dryer first. <laughs> that dry so heat, you get those roasted ticks going in the dryer. I love those. They're always so tasty. A little bit oh, of ranch. Yeah. A little bit of ranch dressing, mm, roasted ticks. That's my favorite. So why are ticks bad? Why do people not like ticks? I mean, they seem like such uh, cute little fellers. <laughs> well, like I say, because they suck. And oh, they it, suck. It, it could be us even too, you know, because the, the ticks are basically opportunists, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, like I, I said, I wrote the book for, I work a lot with companies that have outdoor workers, mm -hmm. you know, hunter, fishermen, you know, the fish streams backpackers, hikers, camping, even somebody in their backyard gardening, I mean, can actually get ticks on you. Mm -hmm. so I, I wrote it, you know, with them in mind is, is a big thing that I did. And what got you into this? I mean, like what, what was the turning point for you? Were like, I'm going to be a tick expert. <laughs> well, actually when I was a kid, I had a strange fascination with them. I live in upper Michigan and a very rural area up here. I moved here in 79 after I got married to my grandparents' place with my wife. So we've been married almost 45 years now. So you but had a fascination with them as a kid? Yeah. Who I, hurt, I would, who hurt I would, you, man? <laughs> I would visit my grandparents, and it was kind of cool to see them actually sitting on a blade of grass. You know, you see them in their environment before they see you, before yeah. they get you. Yeah. And, you know, I put, and I'm, you're a little kid, four or five years old. I put ticks on the same level as, like, mosquitoes. You know, oh. just things that suck blood, but they, they couldn't fly. You know, because yeah. they don't fly. 
Yeah. That's probably good. That's probably good. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need any more flying, blood-sucking things flying around. Yeah. I mean, a number, about 10 plus years ago, I kind of, you know, had a, a resurgence of interest in them. And because my wife hates them, I was trying to figure out a way that I could, you know, uh, get rid of them, or could I make some kind of uh, chocolate, you know, that they would like better than our blood? And guess what? There ain't nothing they like better than our blood. I mean, that's mm. it. No, blood's but, good. I mean, if it's from your enemies, it's tasty. Yeah. yeah. I would bring ticks in the house, bring them in the basement, and play with them with my grandkids. <laughs> trying to experiment with them to learn about them. And, you know, we would, I would bring stuff up from underneath the sink, you know, like cleaning products and baking soda and sugar and salt and pepper and whatever I could to try to see if I could get them to move around and, uh-huh. you know, smells what I could do with them. And it was a lot of uh, work. I eventually, you know, found out more stuff that, you know, online, but I was playing with them, you know, trying to decide stuff, you know, determine what makes them tick. So what to makes ticks tick? That's, that's what that's a great line for you and what you do with your brand you know i'm the guy who figures out how to make ticks tick and then how to not have them tick anymore (laughs) that's for sure there you go stop those clocks so why you know tell us a little bit about lyme disease for people who aren't familiar with it i didn't used to be familiar with it until a few of my friends got it why is lyme disease pretty bad if you get it from ticks why does it mostly come from ticks lyme disease can you get any place else Lyme disease is by far the vast majority of places where you're going to get, where you're going to get the, I should say, you're going to get it from ticks. Mm. I don't know if it even comes from hardly anything else, barely anything else. But I got some from key lime pie in Key West one time, but that's you know, key <laughs> lime. See what I did there? Yeah, but anyways, uh, Lyme disease is really bad. I mean, they call it the great imitator. It can imitate, you know, fibromyalgia, MS, you know, just uh, diseases where people are extremely fatigued. And ticks are, 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 are tough. So, I mean, people get bit sometimes by ticks and they don't even know it, which is really bad because yeah. uh, they can be really tiny, teeny, small or a large, you know, an adult tick and they can still, you know, give you Lyme disease. And it's it, it's all about uh, prevention and it's all about getting it, getting it taken care of in the beginning. Here's my tick that I use for, for <laughs> demonstration purposes. Yeah, you so may have been feeding that for too long for those not watching on YouTube. I know it's really big. It's about six inches long yeah. here total. But, yeah, they don't get this big. But, anyways, if they get stuck on you, one of the most important things is how you take a tick off. Uh-huh. You want to take a tick off very gently, okay, if you get one. You don't want to grab it by the body because if you grab it by the body like this, you know, think about somebody grabbing you by the stomach. You know, you know what I mean? They, they want to they, – they may puke the bad stuff in you at the time oh, you're geez. trying to take it out. Oh, wow. You don't want that. Uh-huh. Well, be very gentle. You want to take it at the very base and pull it up mm-hmm. uh, and, and uh, you know, watch the bite then. Mm-hmm. I don't care after that. You, it's, it's really good to take a picture of it, maybe put it in a plastic bag. I don't care if you shoot it with a 30-06, but <laughs> make sure you see it first. You know, The tick or the bite? Oh, the tick, yeah. yeah. And if, if a little bit of a head gets stuck in your, in your skin, just wash it off with some rubbing alcohol or soap and water, and, you know, it'll take care of itself. But watch the bite, especially – Maybe your buddies who got uh, bit there probably didn't know they got bit or they didn't uh, go and see a doctor right away. But seeing yeah. a doctor right away is huge. It's so important to do that. In most cases, they can put you on, let's say, I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on TV, okay. but they'll probably put you on like doxycycline for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And almost hours, that kicks it out of your system. Really? So early detection and early treatment is the biggest thing that I preach at people. 
you know, to be careful of that. Make sure you get to take care of it in the beginning. Don't just tough it out because it only gets worse. So Early- let me ask you this. There's, is I, I had heard something that certain the, the the coloration after the bite can indicate if it's Lyme if it had Lyme disease. Is that correct? The bullet sort of a looks bullseye. Or, a, a bullseye. bullseye rash, a big circle around that. Mm-hmm. And they they don't all do that, but if you get that, about half the cases maybe they get a bullseye rash. And if mm-hmm. you get that, man, you for sure need to see a doctor. I okay. mean, I've gotten bitten by ticks, and uh, you know, not every one every bite is going to give you a disease. Mm-hmm. But when you have some kind of bad reaction, you know, like a bullseye rash, like mm-hmm. a, achy joints, flu-like symptoms, I mean feeling really crappy, you know, maybe your vision goes blurry or, or you get Bell's palsy where half your face is kind of sagging, you know. Uh-oh. Something bad after you got bit by a tick in the next couple of days, see a doctor about it. And if that mm-hmm. doctor doesn't do anything about it, see another doctor. It, it Man, it ain't worth, you know. You know, not getting it taken care of in the beginning, that's for sure. But there you go. What about like your animals too? Like my puppy when he was she was young got a tick bite. I we pulled the tick out. I think we used oil or something. Isn't isn't there a thing where you can use oil? Or there's some sort of thing you can do to put on it that the liquid or something like a Sometimes motor oil? Or, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember how we pulled it out, but we pulled it out and she did get the bullseye a couple days later. And, you know, I, I, I guess you need to look for, now does the bullseye look where it has multiple sort of rings? There's like a, there's a center ring and then there's an outside ring, right? Sometimes it can. Yeah. I mean, my little niece who was, oh gosh, maybe like four or five, she got a whole bunch of circles all around her whole body. Her mom told me mm-hmm. and she took her in and of course got her taken care of. Wow. But, uh, so you got to watch out for it in your animals too. And yeah. I just happened to find it luckily on her belly because she was a puppy and, you know, she still had her pink exposed belly. That's about the only reason I found it. And, and then after that, I'm like, how do I keep this from happening again? And it, it's crazy. People should watch for that, that sort of bullseye thing. And then they should go to the doctor and get, is it like a penicillin that, that's being given to them? The it's doxycycline. You you know, I, I'm not a doctor, like I said, but okay. doxycycline is used for a lot of different things, and it's a really good one for Lyme disease. Now, there's other diseases, too, that people can get. I mean, they can get uh, anaplasmosis, babesiosis, or leukiosis, tularemia, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, Powassan. And there's another disease in the southeastern part of the United States, more so, that's called alpha-gale syndrome, where they get that and they become allergic to red meat, you know, basically for the rest of their life. Wow. That's, that's that's no something. good either. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have that. That's uh, awful. And so you help people do prevention. So what what are some of the tips that you recommend for people to prevent getting ticks tick bites in the first place? Well, one thing is if they're out just walking in the woods, if there's trails there, stay on the trails mm-hmm. is is a real good thing because you know they're not going to be on the dirt to be able to get up on you in the ticks. They're not. They're never going to be out in the middle of a of a pavement parking lot. You know. They're going to be on low-lying vegetation, you know, like mm. blades of grass and, 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 and brush and stuff like that. Remember, mm. they don't drop out of trees. They don't fly. They don't jump. They sit on a blade of grass or vegetation and then just wait for something to come by. Then they latch onto it. You know, that, you. that's what they do. And uh, what I recommend is permethrin. Permethrin is the best, without question, the best prevention method to keep ticks off. Mm-hmm. The way permethrin works is you spray it on your clothes, and I have it on my website. We do a lot with that. It's, it's wonderful stuff. Mm-hmm. But you spray it on your clothes. 
when they're out, let's say on a clothesline or something like that, let it dry overnight or at least four hours. And then it dries clear. It's odorless. You can't even see it. I mean, it's so cool. I call it vitamin P for your clothes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Vitamin P for your clothes. There you go. <laughs> what happens when ticks crawl up on it? It drives their, they can sense those little permethrin molecules and it drives them nuts. Eventually they will fall off and die or die and fall off because they can't take it. So mm -hmm. it's a wonderful product. And nice thing about permethrin is it lasts through the laundry even too. You can wash your clothes several times before, you know, you need to reapply. So it's, it's some great <laughs> stuff. Wonderful. Well, there you go. That sounds pretty interesting. So I'm glad there's something to do. Like, I mean, I, I've had friends, that they, they live in like North Carolina and the woodsies areas up there. Sure. Uh, and I imagine they're, they're mostly prevalent, prevalent in the, in the, in those greener areas of the States, aren't they? Uh, where are they mostly yeah. prevalent at? Well, you're exactly right. The more vegetation that you have, the more they're going to be like, mm -hmm. like in a deserty area, you know, the, the, the West where you live, you know, like Vegas, obviously, places like that, they're not going to be as much, that's for sure, mm -hmm. because they can't take a whole lot of heat. You know, let's say, <laughs> could you put them in a dryer? That's going to kill them, too. Yeah. I mean, we have a, we have an outdoor dryer in Las Vegas, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. It's 110 so, uh, degrees. So they, they definitely need the, mo they need the moisture to survive is, mm -hmm. is a big thing with them. They need moisture to survive. That's why they're going to be in the vegetation areas. Mm -hmm. so. uh, I mean, if I own... And my friends say when they, they come back in from like North Carolina, they'll, they're like, yeah, I have to pick the ticks off me and wash the clothes. And I'm like, wow. And then I have to pick the ticks off my dogs. And, you know, I have huskies. So I'm like, holy crap, that's a lot of, that's a lot of tick pictures. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, I just wear one of them hazmat suits when I go out for a walk. If I lived in North Carolina, <laughs> I think. And then I have my dog have one too. But the dog. Sorry. The dogs can actually get some chewables and some certain things like that. That where the ticks bite them, they actually die. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's the tick, the tick collars too, huh? Yeah. So that yeah. that helps them. And and one way to tell if your tick, if your if your dog has like Lyme disease, mm -hmm. is let's say after a couple of weeks of maybe getting bit, they're they they start to lose their motor skills. Like their rear end starts to sway around. You can tell oh, they're, really? they're kind of walking like they're drunk. Oh. Uh, wow. My daughter had, a, she has a little, I think it's a little Shih Tzu, the tiny little, it looks like a mop, you know what I mean, on the floor. Mm -hmm. And the last, about a year ago, she, no, it was December, it was well into, we already had snow on the ground, and her dog started acting re really bad. I mean, she basically went to the vet because she thought the dog was after going to be put, put down, really. Oh, no. And it turns out that it had been bitten several weeks earlier when we, the snow had not come yet. And uh, it is now is manifesting itself as as a full blown Lyme case, and uh, they treated it, and now it's fine. So uh, there you go. Well, that's good news. Yeah. That's good news. So repellents are the best way to do it, other than wearing a hazmat suit when you go out, which is what I do because I'm paranoid that way. That's what uh, I said. And so I guess you you've tested the best repellents that are out there and figured out what works best. Oh yeah, there's nothing better than permethrin. That's that's there's no question about. It. I mean, our military has been using it for decades and decades. Oh, uh, it's been around for a long time. Yeah, that or I just use nuclear radiation, but they, I mean, they might be able to survive that. I don't know. Very, <laughs> Who knows? <ticks> in Chernobyl. <laughs> um, do ticks die in the winter time? Is it safe to go out in the winter where I won't have to wear my hazmat suit? Or I'm I'm glad you brought that up because ticks here. I, Ticks uh, do not die in the wintertime, okay? Because, mm -hmm. see, 
in our area, they go down under the leaf litter, okay, mm -hmm. when temperatures get below 32. Actually, mm -hmm. we still had some last week around 30, and last week we had 50, so we had them there too. But anyways, they dive down under the leaf litter, you know, as winter starts approaching. Then snow comes over. Snow is a wonderful insulator. So they just basically chill out underneath the snow there for the winter. And then the springtime comes again, they, you know, awaken again, and mm -hmm. they're ready to go in the spring. But I should tell you the life, the life cycle of a tick. You want to hear the life cycle? Yeah, please. A female tick gives birth anywhere between 1,000 to 5,000 eggs at a time, which is just oh, disgusting. Crap. That's Man, a, in, yeah. June, in June typically, it's a, like little dots of brown <laughs> on the ground. Holy crap. So after a couple of weeks, they hatch out of the eggs. Then they look for their first host which is typically a white-footed mouse because they're on the very ground. They can't get on anything else. Yeah. White-footed mouse is running around, and they jump on that, start sucking the blood out of it. After a couple days, they drop off. But anyways, when they're sucking the blood out of that white-footed mouse, the germs or the pathogens from that mouse that go into the tick is what actually give it diseases because they're born disease-free. Oh, really? So yeah. it's the mice that are the... Yeah, the mice give them the, the, the disease. Okay. Oh my God! Now, does it give them the mice give them Lyme disease? It'll give them whatever the the the, the disease that they happen to have. Sometimes it's Lyme. Sometimes it's one of the other ones that I mentioned. Wow! But it's typically a white-footed mouse. In the South, they call it a, a little animal called a skink, which is kind of like a a lizard with or a snake with legs, kind of. And there they'll get on those because they're close to the ground again. Mm. Right. Mm. So now, I think I've seen some of those on Tinder. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So, so this little tick then, after about three or four days of, of, of having a good meal, they jump off and they do whatever ticks do, which ain't a whole lot. They just kind of sit back and chill. They thought they just got off the full belly deli, you know. Yeah. And they, they molt into the next series that fall, that winter, come out the next spring. They grow two more legs. So the next grow spring, more legs. So now so they have eight legs. That's why they're actually a part of the arachnid family. They're part of the spider family because of that. They're scary. So, so they come out the next spring as a nymph-sized tick the size of a poppy seed, okay? Uh -huh. and the size of a poppy seed, that, that could be on your shoelace, and you wouldn't even notice it. Oh, yeah. And if they got a Lyme or any other disease that last summer, uh, a, a, the one the size of a poppy seed is just as lethal as a full-grown adult. So size does not even matter in the tick world. I mean, yeah. you know, small. So anyways, they look for a host. Could be us or some other little animal. Feed on that. They only eat one time a year, all right? They I need pay. to be able to do that. Maybe I should be a lime or a, oh, a tick. Man. The uh, money we could save and wait once a year, right? Oh, my no gosh. No kidding, right? Yeah, that'd be great. So anyways, they look for uh, some kind of you know host. Could be us, some little animal, and they feed for a couple of days. They, then they drop off, and they just kind of chill out again. They molt into the next series that fall, that winter, come out the next spring as an adult. And then they look for something a little bigger. Could be us or could be a deer uh, or any little animal. And they start sucking the blood out of that. Let's say they're on a deer. The male and the female, after they're done eating, then they mate. And then they ride the deer over the winter. The next spring they get off. The male gets off, dies. Female gets off, gives birth to 1,000 to 5,000 ticks or whatever. And that's enough to kill anybody. And she dies. So it's about three-year life cycle if they eat once a year, every year. Wow. And I don't <laughs> step on them because they're ugly. Wow. That's, you just All that blood sucking, you just scrub my first three marriages. Anyway. <laughs> That's a joke, people. That's wild, man. They grow legs in the second year? Because they're born with six, and they got to grow two more, so they have eight of them the next spring, yeah. Wow. And, 
thing. Keep in mind, that's why I, I like prevention so much and, 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 and using permethrin because let's say somebody's out in the springtime, they're out there just, you know, finally the snow finally melted in the eastern half of the United States mm-hmm. and they're out looking for mushrooms or just enjoying the outdoors and yeah, little, like little, little high, ticks yeah. are looking for them or something yeah. to eat. Yeah. And they could be on their shoelaces, crawl up their pants, and, 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 you know, a lot could happen there, you know? That is crazy, them. man. And if you don't, if you don't, if when you come back into your house, if you don't take your clothes off, throw them in the dryer first, and then the washer, then they're all in your house, right? They won't last too long in the house because it's okay. not moist enough for them. Okay. Uh, several days, it, it, it tip, the, the typical ticks, you know, there's several different mm-hmm. versions. There's, there's about 800 species of ticks in, in the world. Eight hundred. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, I'm living in a bubble from here on out. They're they're all over the place. We don't have anywhere near that many in the states here. But yeah, they're oh, all oh, over oh. in different parts of the world. Africa had a guy go to Africa this past summer, and he had them all over his pants. Luckily, he sprayed them with permethrin, and uh-huh. he never had any bites from them. Wow. But yeah, it's, I've had people on the Appalachian Trail here this past summer that. <laughs> Go, ever go to North Carolina, Michigan, all those places up there. I'm just going to cover myself. I'm just going to bathe in it first. <laughs> and then I go out. Hey, what's that? Hey, you wearing that new cologne there, Chris? It smells like shit. It's permethrin. <laughs> oh, permethrin's odorless. That's a nice thing. Oh, is it? Oh, well, that it works. So well. it, yeah. That works so good. Yeah. I mean, DEET, now DEET can smell a little bit. People don't realize that DEET is a wonderful repellent. Okay. Uh-huh. DEET is for the skin, permethrin is for the clothing. Okay. And remember, the way permethrin works is it's called a contact repellent. That means the ticks don't notice until they come in contact with it. All right. Mm-hmm. As they're crawling up the pants, every little step drives their nervous system nuts. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had a little black fly land on my thigh a couple of years ago. And it was, for me, it was just fascinating to watch it because it starts high stepping around. They call it the hot feet syndrome because mm-hmm. it could sense the little permethrin molecules in my pants. And eventually it flew off. I say, cha-ching, I won because it didn't bite me. And it flew off. You know what I mean? But ticks yeah. can't so, There you go. Now, a lot of people that I've known, they never knew they got bitten by a tick. Yeah. There was, no, like, there was like no thing. And and then they suddenly started getting sick. I've, I've noticed it happening to a lot of women friends. And, you know, women, MS is pretty prevalent in women. So they would get misdiagnosed with MS. And they would go through all these diagnoses and they get sicker. And it would seem like the last thing they'd ever check for, or sometimes they just had to find the right doctor who was savvy enough to go, you know, I think I know what it is. How do you, if you think you, if you want to get tested for Lyme disease or think that maybe that may be an issue you're having based upon your, your symptoms, what's the best way to do it and how to get tested, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that's even a tough, tough, tough thing too, because so much in the beginning, when somebody, let's, let's say I got bit today and next week or a couple of days from now, I go in for a test. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens is that Lyme disease has not been in my system long enough for it to really come up positive on a test. Mm-hmm. You know, after four or five months, then it's going to come up even more positive then, but then it's too late to take care of it in the beginning like you should have, you know, after the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. You know, it's this Lyme disease is notorious for giving testing for false negatives and false positives. You know, it's just really, really difficult to test for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so often, when somebody goes in and they think they got bit by a tick, the doctor, if they're sharp and if they're in a tick area, it helps too because it's more common. They will they will give somebody doxycycline just based on their symptoms. Really? 
wow. without even a test. Yeah, it's that's right very, very common because doxycycline is a mild, <laughs> I'm not a doctor here, but it's more of a mild type of, you know, very generally used antibiotic, but it's really yeah. good for, for Lyme disease. Wow, man. That is that is crazy. Well, we've learned a lot here. Anything we haven't covered on the you know what the tick terminator does? Well, I got it. When we're ready, I'll end with a poem that I wrote about ticks too. Okay, all right. <laughs> if we're if we're there, they uh, go and throw it at us. Okay, here's here. I wrote this poem. Cup. I like to write poems, and it goes like this: I hate them little suckers. I want to terminate them all. So I do with permethrin and love to watch them fall from head to toe. I spray this stuff. My shoe, socks, clothes, and hats, because it works on more than ticks, like skeeters, chiggers, and even gnats. So I ask you, if you're listening, to keep away from Lyme, get started with permethrin, and now is the perfect time. Thank you. <laughs> I just need to put that into some rap stuff. So people can order your book. They can learn about all this stuff. They can go to your website. I noticed in your website, you've got tick and Lyme info, so you've got explaining what Lyme disease is, Lyme videos, books, treatments, physicians. You talk about how to repel on your clothes and skin, apparel, home and yard, pets. I just wear a, I just wear a hazmat suit the whole time. You know, those one of those things that are completely sealed off from yeah. everything. And that's pretty much what I wear. And then... You can uh, order permission right there, too. There you go. There you go. And then they can find out more. Can people consult with you and and have you, you know, come speak and things like that? How do people Absolutely. You I, that? I love speaking. I do that as, as, as much as I can. Yeah, I, you know, I usually give a I've, I've spoken anywhere between 45 minutes to, 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 to a couple hours, you know, depending on what they, what they need. But usually about 45 minutes to an hour and then have some Q&A, which is a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, people really learn a lot. They, a lot of times people come up and say, man, thank you. I learned something here today because not too many people are like me. Not that I'm a genius, but you got to have, you got to be a little strange, a little weird and have an unusual fascination with a you know, little ticks, you know, like I do. So there you go. A lot of fun. There you go. So give people a final pitch out to order up your book and hand out to everybody they know here. It is tick season and, and, you know, all that good stuff that will be approaching again soon. Yeah, I mean, go to my website, theTickTerminator.com. You can get the the permethrin right there. It's the most cost-effective because you mix it yourself. You can make it last for three weeks or six months, depending on how you mix it. It's the best on the market. And learn a lot about the ticks out there, too. And you can contact me there for speaking engagements, too, which I'd love to do. And all kinds of things like that. It's a lot of fun. There you go. And there's, there's a White Sierra bug-free apparel on here, too. There's certain apparel that... How does that work? It's got a insect shield technology. I just have numerous different things on the website just to let people okay. know what's actually out there. Yeah. You you can get some clothes that already have permethrin treated right in it. Mm -hmm. uh, you can buy them like that. And I personally like to spray it on myself. Then I know for sure that that's there and, and how long it's going to last, stuff like that. But yeah, there's a lot of things out there. That there you go. Use. There you go. Yeah. It's Is, is there any sort of... Or, or, do ticks avoid people that are bad at fashion like me? Maybe is there certain things I can wear like socks and with my flip flops that will make them turn them off and they'll be like, I don't want to really go near that guy. Well, if you got flip flops on, you probably got bare skin on your, you know, you're probably wearing shorts. That's true. Yeah. That's probably yeah. really bad. There. So then you um, probably, probably want to put some DEET on that, on, on your skin <laughs> there. And that helps, <laughs> that helps keep them off. Not as good as permethrin, but permethrin is not for skin. It's only for clothing and gear. 
There you go. I'm gonna get me a. I'm gonna get me a shirt that says "Hey Tix, I killed your mom" or something like that. I don't know. Maybe that will. Maybe that will help and all that good stuff. So there you go. So people can go to your website. They can get all the good stuff to that will take and help them do yep. their thing and everything else and all that good stuff. The give us your dot coms if we go out. The tick terminator dot com. The tick terminator dot com. There you go. So thank you very much, Brian, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it, man. Been a lot of fun as as, as I figured it was gonna be. I was looking forward to it. <laughs> the tick terminator. Let's get you let's get you laid, the tick terminator. You walk around and be like, hey baby. I'm the tick terminator. I don't know. I'm just kidding. So there you go. Thank you very much, Brian, for coming on the show. Jesus does pick up lines of bars. We certainly appreciate it. To our audience, go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Voss, youtube.com, Fortress Chris Voss, all those crazy places around the internet. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And I'll see you next time.